What's up, everybody? Welcome to Mind of Misha, episode three. Misha Mondays, Minutes Mondays, whatever you want to call it. Thank y'all for rocking with me. It's episode three. Excited to keep continuing this for you guys and just give y'all insight into my world and my view of things. So anyway, let's jump into this week's topics because you know I got a couple for y'all. Okay, let's talk about Larsa Pippen, Queen Old Smut, and how she's with Michael Jordan's son. Okay, so who is Larsa Pippen? Well, if you know, Larsa Pippen is the ex-wife of Scottie Pippen, you know, very well-known NBA player. And she's well-known for being a professional thought. So basically, this woman is, I think, 50, if not pushing 50, might be older than 50. But yeah, she's been known to be out here. Basically, she cheated on her husband with Future a couple years back, was running around publicly on a nigga like she didn't even care that people was taking pictures of her was talking like she was literally out here publicly running around on scotty then making him feel like trash for it like it's your fault i'm out here running around with this bbc bitch like she is trash but that's not why we're talking about her today yeah she's trash for how she did scotty but that's not the most important reason why she's trash she just does too fucking much and then on top of that now it's rumored that she is dating michael jordan's son michael jordan and scotty pippen were teammates so i'm gonna assume she has known Michael Jordan for a long ass periodically time. She has known that son for a long periodically time. She probably watched that little boy grow up. So now for her to be dating him, really, she's actually using him for clout because the bitch really doesn't have any relevance besides being on Real Housewives and nobody watches that shit. And also, you know, like I said, being a known smut, that's her only recognition. But now she's like, how am I going to get in the press? How am I going to, you know, keep myself relevant? <gasps> Let me fuck Michael Jordan's son and cause an uproar which it has because of course me and none of black twitter is going for it like bitch sit the fuck down stop using our men to get on stop using our men to get clout stop using our men to have money that's nothing but a money hungry hateful bitch she only likes niggas because of the lifestyle they can provide for her and the things they do for her she does not really fuck with niggas. I promise y'all. She does not fuck with niggas. She only fucks with y'all because y'all is tricking off on her old ass. You know, who knows? That old twat might be popping. Might be bussing. But she just, not, like, all that work she's had done, it just ruins it for me. For me. But like I said, that's all she's known for. She's not known for anything special, anything important, any contributions to America besides fucking half of the niggas that live on it. Huh. And then she was publicly out running around with some woman's husband. I think another basketball player running around with her husband. And then was like, what do you want me to do about it? What, what, what's the problem? Like, bitch, seek help. Literally. You have kids, and I'm pretty sure kids probably don't even fuck with her like that. Because how can you when your mom's literally out here trying to date all your teammates and your friends? Huh. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about some other petty shit. Let's talk about how Danny Lay tried to stop B. Simone's bag. So let's rewind a little bit. Danny Lay and B. Simone had previous issues because apparently when Danny Lay was still dealing with the bed bug... B. Simone decided to, you know, drop sneak disses. Like, he only wants her because she's Latina and then she's really a basic Latina. She's not even that pretty, which she's not. I've seen way better Latina bitches. And then basically was like, made a diss track and was just talking about her, sending shots. Understandable why Danny Lay wouldn't want to be around her. However, 
you know that this is this bitch's show. She literally is a series regular, has been for years. You knew there was a possibility, if not the 100% possibility, that she was going to be on the episode. So for you to wait till you get there to say, I don't want to work with her. I'm not, I don't want her on the episode causing uproar and dismay and shit like that. Like you can call some fucking shots, which I think it's real pussy that Nick Cannon even let that shit slide. Why the fuck is you taking orders from this bitch? Probably because you want her to be baby number 87522. Okay. That's probably why. Because that's the only reason I can imagine why you would take a bag from me. Because this bitch don't want to come. Bitch, you knew what it was when you came on the show. I'm pretty sure she was on the show in the past and performed that little weak-ass song she had with Chris Brown. That's her only fucking hit. And so she was on there back then. And I'm pretty sure B. Simone was on there back then. You know that that bitch has been on there for years. So for you to sit up here and be like, um, I don't want her on here, blah, 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 blah. Go to hell, bitch. Because literally, if you're going to be trying to heat with every bitch... That you don't like and that I can't work with that can do it. You stop you gonna end up stopping your own bag. And not only that, you thought you was so better than everybody, Miss Yellow Bone. A yellow bone is what he wants. What what happened? You so bitch, are you so hot? Bitch, you should have been like, hey B, what's up, girl? Like you should have acted unbothered. Now that bitch knows she has you pressed and she gonna press you every fucking chance she get. And I would too, rightfully so. Because now that I know that I have you pressed, I got the power over you. Anything I do is gonna piss you off, especially if you around me, around people I'm around. Hell yeah, I make sure I have you pressed in a motherfucker. And then he let it be known, I'm pressed. I'm pressed as fuck. Bitch, fuck that. And fuck the baby. And fuck you too. Miss Yellow Bone. Shit. And yeah, B. Simone shouldn't have been sending a shot to her because that nigga wanted her instead. B, you was really weakening these stand up. Like, get over that nigga, over that midget. I don't understand how y'all are letting these niggas who are not even six foot, seven foot, eight foot, huh? y'all getting played by these little ass leprechauns. It's not, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. It's not, uh uh-uh. uh. Like Beyonce said, uh uh-uh. uh. Literally, uh uh-uh. uh. Hell no. Okay. All right. Now let's get into some other shit. Apparently, Teddy Riley, no diggity, no doubt. Uh, that's, you know, the song, no, you know, no diggity from back in the day. Teddy Riley, he, let me, his daughter used to date Soldier Boy. They were in a very tumultuous, toxic, abusive relationship that went on to be on multiple reality TV shows to showcase their toxic love. He cheated on her with endless people, got bitches pregnant, did a whole bunch of shit. And then apparently Teddy Riley has come forward to say, you know, I had to put the fucking hands on Soldier Boy and he still owes my daughter an apology, which quite frankly he do because the way he treated Nia, baby, he had bitches throwing drinks on her, disrespecting her, coming up to her, her face as a woman. So I'm t- I'm coming to you as a woman. Yeah, I'm your friend, but I was fucking soldier. I was doing this. I was doing that. Like, bitches, stay coming to her about soldier. Her daddy didn't even want her dating soldier, and rightfully so. And then this nigga just had a baby. Okay, t- soldier boy, you know, like I said, he's not sh- the one shy from controversy. He's been in a whole bunch of controversial situations. Very funny character, though. He gave us Drake. Like, he gave us all that. He's, you know, an icon for that. He gave us Crank that. He gave us, you know, Pretty Boy Swag. Soldier Boy is an icon. But when it comes to women, he's very horrible. Very trash human being. Hopefully, he learns and grows and, you know, all this stuff. But, you know, me, yeah, Teddy Riley said I had to, you know, put them hands on him for disrespecting my daughter as he should you know as he should you know if a nigga's doing your daughter greasy put him in the chokehold you know rko his ass do whatever you gotta do i'm with that a thousand percent you go teddy riley you fucking go 
All right. Now let's talk about... <sighs> okay, y'all, I watch a lot of reality TV, but I also keep up with it on the internet. So if you are familiar with Love & Hip Hop, Atlanta, I don't know how you can't be, especially with the clip went viral. If you've seen it, Safari, Nicki Minaj's ex, soon to be Erica Mina's ex, professional bad rapper... He decided to, you know, be at a table with all his homies and they was just joking, you know, about how his baby, you know, doesn't look like him. Well, he brought it up, but then someone made a joke basically saying how one of Erica's exes, who was at the table, Rich Dollars, you know, the baby looked a little like him. Baby a little light, baby a little, you know, rich looking-ish. So he really was, that shit ate him up, low-key. And then Scrappy decides to go into depth and basically say, you know, when you get divorced, you fail to realize niggas is going to be in and out of your home around your kids doing this, that, and the fourth. Like, oh, I'm around Safari, baby. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I guess that really struck a chord in Safari's brain. Like, damn, not only is she going to be giving my pussy away, these niggas is going to be around my kids. And they might actually be a better father than me because Safari's a horrible father. When he found out that Erica was pregnant with her second baby, this nigga took off on a four-wheeler and left horrible human being when his daughter was in the studio with him talking to erica and a guitar fell on her arm and she fell he just looked and watched and erica had to get her off the floor he doesn't even need to be a father so you know if she honestly did get another nigga and he raised the kids i would actually be pleased because safari doesn't even deserve to be a father anyway so basically in the clip you know scrappy just let him know nigga you think it's all peaches and cream to leave your bitch till niggas is running in and out your crib and taking care of your kids doing this on the fourth i guess that really struck a nerve with safari he decides to whoop he throws a chair up in the air and i guess he doesn't understand gravity velocity or any of that shit because next thing you know it comes down and cracks him right in the fucking neck in the head and he was so embarrassed that he had to flee the scene he didn't even come back to the table and try to talk to them or be like oh my god like y'all i just really need my homie no he fucking pulled off because i would have pulled off too you can't recover from that the internet seen it the world seen it but you're a clown and you deserve it honestly truly because safari is literally he ate off a nikki he ate off erica like let's just be clear safari's irrelevant as fuck he might have a big dick but that's all he has to offer he cannot rap he was helping nikki yes but now you can't even rap for yourself like how they said um bitches be right i forget what artist they said they'll write hits for everybody else but not they self i think it was candy or something like that yeah safari you will literally write hits for everybody but yourself you'll have some shit popping but your shit is trash like garbage hot flaming like it's very it's very sad you know, and at first I fucked the safari. He was funny. He was cool. But then now that I see him, he's a horrible, deadbeat, piece of shit roach. And he can't rap. And he makes my ass itch. And it's Monday night, so I'm going to have to watch him make my ass itch again tonight on Love and Hip Hop again. Oh, my God. I wish bitches would do better with picking their niggas. Because I'm sorry, Erica Mena knew Safari was not shit when she got with him. Hell, she even exposed him talking about you was trying to talk to DJ Self, underage daughter. But you're trash because you knew that and you still decided to marry this man. You knew he was trying to fuck with underage girls. And you still was like, I do. And I do when I have a baby with you. So, I mean, Erica's been a bird, though. So, we're not, we not even going to get into that. But, yeah, she's been a bird. Anyway, let's talk about Cardi backyardy and motherfucking akbar and motherfucking offset and i guess motherfucking thug got thrown in the mix it's a lot so apparently cardi wanted to promote her song basically say this shit is successful as fuck right now it's jumping you know receipts don't lie and then akbar decided to be like well bitch where the receipts at because if this site didn't say it 
then it's cap. And I think the beef stems from Akbar's team Nikki because she just collabed with Nikki and she was trying to press her to try to make it seem like Nikki, I'm right or die for you. Nikki, I'm gonna make you proud. Nikki, I want another collab. So I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do and stay in whatever mess I gotta stay in to, you know, make sure your alliance is kept. But let's rewind. So Akbar V is a, a rapper. She's not well known. She's uh, somewhat known. She is Candy Burris' cousin. She was on Love and Hip Hop. She fought literally everyone because she has no self-control. And honestly, for someone who... Some shit... Okay. She was in some type of incident and she was shot multiple times. And including in the head. Now, I'm sorry, but if I get shot in the head, I'm changing my life. Might convert to a different religion. I'm going to chill the fuck out. I'm going to be out the streets, out the way. No, she's more in the streets than ever. And it's just like, girl sit down and then it's just like crazy so basically they're getting into it on twitter trading shots trading jabs then cardi decides let me drop a video of this bitch giving some mediocre ass head to a nigga who won't even say i love you and it just went crazy and i'm like oh my god like it's cardi please like chill out like and then, you know, Akbar just like, that don't matter because guess what? You can't keep Offset in your bed. Offset be cheating this, that, and the fourth. Then Offset was like, pussy hoe, don't put me in nothing. This is women beef and I stay out of women beef. Don't have me in this shit. But Akbar had already dragged him in it, so it was just too late for that. But then it just it just kept escalating and shit and they kept throwing shots. And then Cardi's like, I don't do the street shit. Somehow Akbar got her number. Next thing you know, they are texting. She's like, fuck it, let's just meet up. Like, and it's just like, y'all, well, at least Cardi. Cardi, you have too much money to be entertained in this bullshit you have way too much going for you and going on to be dealing with this girl you made it from the hood and here's my thing i don't agree with a lot of things that cardi does or has done but her come up is an undeniable one you can't deny the fact that this bitch started from the bottom and now she's one of the biggest entertainers in the world. She started from, can you get this money? She started from literally the strip club. I'm a strip hoe. And now she's one of the literally most paid entertainers in the world. You cannot deny and hate on the come up. Definitely respect it. But let's not act like Cardi is innocent because she's really not. She literally just pled guilty to having a man beat up two sisters because her husband was tricking off on them. And I don't understand that because, girl, you was a stripper. I'm pretty sure plenty of par- married men tricked off on you in the club, was taking care of you, paying bills, doing this and that and oh forth. Why are you mad at them? Because they're just trying to get it how you used to get it. It's fucked up. I don't agree with that. But I don't know if they're going to come together after this. I don't know if they're going to... I honestly wish women in rap would stop beefing. There's already not and many good female rappers all they really want to rap about is shaking ass throwing pussy and taking a nigga's money a lot of them but it's like the good like can y'all not just unite and link up why is it gotta be beef little kim like yeah she had slight beefs back in the day but these bitches literally be on social media like bitch i will pull up to your house i will do this fuck your kids like y'all be going for kids husbands why all kind of shit it's just crazy it, this is not what music is about it's, it's not at this point, it's more about clout and headlines than the actual music. Because the quality of the music don't be matching up with the... With the anyway, y'all, y'all know. And y'all know what I'm talking about. We need to unite and not fight. It's not right. You making them people who are white talk about us. That's that. This is literally... Look at them. Look at... See? 
Hannah Montana one never motherfucker. Actually, she was beefing with Selena Gomez on that one episode. I forget what that bitch role was on the show. But that's not the point. The point is the white girlies. And like Azilla said, Azilla Banks. She said the white girlies, they support each other. They literally do. They have each other's back no matter what. In the pop music, in the fucking fake ass rap music, in the soft core, they all have each other's back. I love you, girlie. Oh my God, I love you too. They don't be throwing shots at each other. They don't be doing it. Let's over a, a white man, a mediocre white man. Okay? Get it together, y'all. I want to see us do better. Okay? All right. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about how. Yeah, this is very weird to say. Um, Apparently, Rachel Dolezal, the woman who got caught pretending to be black a few years ago when she was 100% white. Does it matter if you're black or white? Anyway, she basically has OnlyFans and apparently has had one for like a year, unbeknownst to me. But, you know, of course, black Twitter is like, bitch, the audacity of you. You basically cosplaying as a black woman, getting money off of us on OnlyFans. And you, it's still like they're they're still not pleased with you. And here's my thing. I kind of felt for her. Very controversial. Don't shoot me. Okay, But hear me out. She literally did not fit in with her family. She They were horrible. She did not like them. She gravitated more toward the black culture. Black people. Yeah, she shouldn't have gone to the extent she went to, you know, literally pretending to be black, getting braids, you know, saying she was black, being like the president of her NAACP chapter. However, I don't think she really meant any harm. She was trying to, you know, help advance us while also, I guess, portraying herself as to be us because she probably felt she wouldn't be embraced or accepted as a white person trying to do so. But girl, you could have went about it in a different way. We would have found some type of way to let you in the fucking barbecue and sneak you a plate with some potato salad and a rib or two on there. But no, you went for my team. was like, let me fucking black fish these motherfuckers. And that's why, you know, we're, we're not amused, babes. But honestly, like I said, this is very weird. Does her having OnlyFans? I I don't know. I I didn't even know that she had one. But yeah, you know, I'm not no more power to her because I really feel like this is the only way she can make money at this point because she has literally been blacklisted, blackballed, no pun intended, every fucking where. Nobody wants to work with her. Nobody wants anything to do with her. Nobody. So yeah, this is the only thing she can do, which I'm not mad at it. Get your money, Rach. Rach, do what you gotta do, but don't go too crazy on the fucking makeup don't 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 do it all right and let's talk about something great i think it's great if it's true and if it lasts long let's talk about Krishan leaving blueface finally let's unpack this Krishan and blueface have been in the media for literally like every week because of their toxic crazy relationship it's either her beating him him beating her her tooth getting knocked out her hair getting pulled out her blacking his eye her fighting his sister and mother him beating up her father him saying i'm your daddy now it was the most it feels like a sim simulation like there's no way this could be real this is possible this is happening but it was it was very real it was very possible and it was definitely happening so Basically, Blueface and Krishan have been in this toxic relationship since she met him when she went on his show. Then they started going together. But then he would always claim we're not even in a relationship. It was business. And it honestly was. He basically said what it was from the jump. And I respect him for the honesty, but I just he's a horrible, toxic, disgusting individual. He literally used this girl for a come up. Because let's be real. He has not been hot since Bust Down Tatiana. That was his only hit. And he still has not attempted to make any hits since. <laughs> so 
He knew once he had Krishan and her personality was jumping and everybody wanted to be around her and everybody wanted to talk about her and she was trending all the time because of how she was and her personality. He said, I have a gem right here. Now, one thing about Blueface, he's not dumb either. He knew exactly what he was doing. He said, I have this beautiful, brilliant, broken girl, young, naive I'm going to take her and I'm going to make her think that I love her. I'm going to mold her. I'm going to put her in better positions to get big bags, exposure, spotlight, all stuff. All the while, I'm going to be manipulating her, controlling her, driving her crazy, mind fucking her, real life fucking her, fucking my baby mother at the same time, doing all kind of shit, dragging her in the street, having her drag me in the street, acting all crazy. And then I'm going to get my bag, which she has been doing this whole time. Krishan has been getting him the biggest bag because he does not have shit going on. But Krishan is literally like every week. It's something about her. We just like her. We love her. She's actually very, when she's not fighting all the time and trying to bully bitches who are smaller than her. She's actually a very funny person. She's actually a very interesting personality. And let's be clear. She has things going for herself. Blue was trying to stop all that. He was trying to make her feel like you cannot go anywhere without me. You are nothing without me. You need me to be something. You need me to have anything. And I feel like for a long time, because she's very young and she came from nothing and she came from a very, you know, fucked up background, she felt like, well, he's actually taking care of me. He's actually giving me money, putting money in my pocket. He's making sure I have food, a place to sleep, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter that he got bitches in and out the crib. It don't matter that he's disrespecting me. It don't matter that he's putting his hands on me. I I love him no matter what. Like, literally, he put her hand. She was making excuses. She was beating her up. She making excuses. She beating him up. We love each other. He got her arrested because she stole his car. She like that. It just was very disgusting and toxic. And then, like, at one point, it's entertaining. But then it gets to the point where you're like, enough is enough. I really want this girl to get out of this situation because this is not good. It, it was not good for anybody. Like, literally, this man just beat up her father. And then she beat up his sister and mother and the mother keeps talking shit about her in the media in the press because she wants some clout too which is real fucking weird Blueface's whole fucking family is weird and it's just like i'm very happy for her if she's really done with him she literally made a tweet basically saying i'm single i am enough and that made me so happy inside because she is enough she does not need that man to be on. The world already loves her. The world already knows who she is. It's what she does with this next, with this fresh opportunity to make her best move. Stay out of jail. Stay out of the streets. Stay from beating him. Get you a good therapist. Get you a good doctor. Get you a, start yoga. Do something to help you channel all your bad energy into. Besides fighting and being strung out and in the streets trying to do shit. Krishan, you literally could be that bitch. You are that bitch. Don't let Blueface or any man hold you back. Ever. Okay? And that's to all women. Do not ever let a man take you in the trenches like that and have you acting crazy and out of character and doing all kind of wild shit. Get out of there when you can. As soon as you can. Do not let yourself go through that type of shit if you don't have to. That's fucking whack. Okay? Say no to the toxic dick. Period. This has been a PSA from Misha Michelle. Say no to toxic dick. It's just like drugs. Once you get one hit of that dick, it's done. You got to walk away cold turkey from that dick, girl. Walk away. Okay? All right, y'all. So I promised y'all a follow-up from last week's episode. You know, about how 
experiment 701 got me to go to Miami and it was all on false fabricated lies. So let me just rewind a little bit. Basically, went to Miami in 2017 to go to Rolling Loud, but also went because this person that I met and knew through mutual friends basically randomly reached out to me after we had become cool and said, I talked to my mother. She's a lawyer. She reached out to these big companies like Nike, Adidas, Evisu, all these other companies, and they would like to meet with you in regards to becoming a creative director. Now, I was young, very naive, so I believed it. But also, who's going out of their way at like 19, 20 years old to make up these lies and shit? He literally was texting me, pretending to be his mother, was literally texting me and emailing me, pretending to be the mother's assistant. And then I didn't find out until after I got back home, you know, and I told someone about what had happened in Miami. And then I said, yeah, I was supposed to go because this MF told me to go. And then they were like, his mother is not even a lawyer. She's a receptionist or whatever. So let's unpack a couple things. There's plenty of schemes that happened that I found out about after, you know, I found out he finessed me. One, one scheme I found out about last week from an old classmate of his. So let's unpack these things. So one scheme was the PCB scheme. He basically told a whole bunch of people, hey, I can get my mom to get us the PCB. You know, I can put the money down for the room. She'll say she's the adult going blah, blah, blah type shit. I just need everybody money. So, you know, I don't know how many people, but a couple of people gave this man their money to go to PCB. Next thing you know, this man vanishes, like literally drops out of school type shit and then left with these folks money. I can't make this up even if I wanted to, y'all. I have people who have told me this, who went to school with him. I'm not, I, I didn't go to school with him. So how I find the shit out? Because people who actually went there, told me. So I guess some time after this happened, this caught up to him because some people who were involved whose money he took they ended up catching up to him and jumping the shit out of him which he rightfully deserved hope you got a little one two step in for me so another scam i don't know if this was the same school different school i have no idea he comes to school one day and tells everyone like he's distraught his mother has passed away he does not know what he's going to do you know he's basically an orphan and, you know, saying this is the arrangements, this, 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 and this. People are giving this man money. People are helping him. If you need anything, let me know. I got you. Next day, who is up in the motherfucking school but the moms talking about, I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Like, I cannot make this up, like I said, even if I wanted to. This man killed off his own mom for a bag. Diabolical. Just, just diabolical. If you will kill off your own mom for a little coin. And they think they're not going to find out. Like, people from the school who don't maybe know her are not going to see her or talk to her or reach her. And then they know that shit is not true. You got busted within a whole day. People was probably writing on his wall, I'm so sorry, my condolences, blah, blah, blah. His mom probably was like, nigga, people are saying that I am dead. People are calling me trying to see if I'm dead. And I'm not dead because you told people I was dead. It, it gets crazier and crazier, y'all. So then, let's talk about another scheme. He got cool with this girl named Rich Bitch. Rich Bitch is how I know some of this shit. Rich Bitch told me the, some of the scams and schemes. She's from here, I think, but she'd be like everywhere. She's rich bitch. So rich bitch basically was like, they was hanging out one time. 
they were super fucked up. They like everybody back then, everybody used to be on bars and shit. You know, so back basically back then they was all fucked up, chilling, blah blah. He goes to the ATM to get some money out. And she's like, Oh my god, I need some money too. And then he's like, I got you, don't even worry about it. Like it's straight, I got you. Gives her some money. Next day, she checks her bank account. She's like, What the fuck is this? She called a bank and be like, Baby, I I don't know what's going on, but this ain't adding up. Can you sit where was this transaction making? Can you run me the footage? Why this man at the ATM with her card? taking out her money acting like it's his money then gonna give her some money talking about some you ain't even gotta pay me back don't worry about it motherfucker because that's her money that's the equivalent of a nigga stealing from you and then being like let me help you look for the shit dog i don't actually i don't know what's worse i think that might be worse a little bit just a little bit because for you to sit up there and play in my face while you been the one swiping my card. And then he was swiping it at places too. Swipe, swipe. You gotta, gotta, gotta swipe it left. He was swiping the fuck out that bitch. Swiper, no swiping. Oh, man. He was swiping that bitch. Do you understand? And I'm just like, wow. And the fact that rich bitch was even his friend. Because, baby, if y'all knew the way this man looked, the way he was, total misfit, total outsider. Rich bitch took him in under her little rich bitch wing. And then he fucking bit that bitch. You don't bite the wing that fucking covets you, nigga. I was like, damn. For real? I was shocked. And rich bitch told me this. I'm like, this nigga really has some audacity. So then it goes even crazy. So apparently this man spent some time in Texas. And when he was in Texas, he linked up a rich bitch. Because I think she has estates there. You know, they got estates. So links up a rich bitch. And, you know, they're driving or something. And they get in a wreck. Now, someone told me that they heard possibly, I don't, like I said, this is just shit I'm hearing. A lot of people didn't want to come on the record and speak out. Like, what is this nigga going to do? The fuck? And he, they was basically like, they think someone might have possibly died in this wreck. They may have killed someone. So this wreck happened and, um, you know, experiment number 802 was sent to jail. He was high on heroin. Yes, heroin. Mm-hmm wine and then i don't know if he was arrested in relation to these charges or what but it gets crazier so apparently also while he was down there he had a fat ass nice ass crib penthouse townhouse some shit like that in-house outhouse condo uh, living in the east the lux apartment in the sky anyway basically this man linked up with some other fucking weirdo scammer bastard and they decided we're going to make fake IDs, put your picture on it, experiment number 501. They put his picture on him. And he would go and dress up in these suits and stuff and pretend like he was a real professional and go be like, hey, I'm here to cash this check. <laughs> Hoity toity. And go cash the fucking checks. Not only was the checks bad, bitch, the IDs was bad too. So he's out here running up scams, doing all this, that, and the fourth. And then on top of that, he was not paying the rent for wherever he was staying. So from what I heard, he was up to at least 10K in back rent on in Texas. And now, allegedly, he's here and he is a gm and y'all can't see me air quoting a gm at planet fitness now last i heard he was just working there but now he's the gm of planet fitness and owns his own travel agency you have a travel agency 
The same nigga who was telling people he was going to help them get to PCB and then taking their money and then left school. You are helping niggas travel. And then there's even people trying to vouch for him. But I also think the person trying to vouch for him, it's a little off because I think somehow he found out about me doing this expose and he started to sneak shots on Instagram, basically making a post. And then the status, the fucking caption was like, don't worry about me, stay in your lane type shit, blah, blah. Motherfucker, it doesn't matter what I say, what I do. Hell is waiting for you. You're going to hell, sweetheart. It doesn't matter what I say or what truth I tell or what truth you don't tell. You're still going to hell. Like, it does not matter. Do not pass gold. Do not collect 200, bitch. You're not going to heaven for what you've done. You've done too much. And honestly, I still think he is still doing it. I still think he's on some bullshit. Because you legit all of a sudden? No, there's no fucking way. Look them up on the BBB. No trace of his business. Look them up on the travel agency listings shit where you can find a whole directory. Nowhere to be found. Who are And then you don't even have a Facebook page or Instagram for it. Just one fucking post talking about it. And then there's no, nothing else. I, I would love, if anyone has any information... Please reach out to me. If you know that this is legit, let me know. And then I'll give him his props. If it's a scam, please let me know. So I can also give him his props. And you know, I was so I would love for him to, you know, I would love to hear your side of the story as to why you do the crazy shit you do or did the crazy shit you did. Maybe you're reformed. Maybe you will go to heaven. I'm doubtful. Mm-hmm. Questionable. But you know, I would love to hear your side of things. I would love to know why you did all the fucking crazy ass shit you did. I would love to know, do you have any remorse? I don't think you do because I still have yet to get an apology. I'm pretty sure the motherfuckers you stole from have not gotten an apology. And I'm pretty sure you making a whole fucking post on Instagram saying, don't worry about me when you know I'm just telling the truth about the bullshit that you have done. I don't think you have any remorse. I don't even think you have a fucking soul. Because honestly, for someone to kill off their own mom for a check, you don't have a soul. I already know what type of time you want you'll do anything and knowing you have done heroin and you're black i know you'll do anything you're very i'm lucky i escaped with my life because you are diabolical and crazy unpredictable okay but i still would like to hear your side story would love to know what what's your problem by all means hit me up let's let's like the fucking red table talk let's 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 talk cannot guarantee that i'm gonna be able to keep my cool during this talk because i just know you probably would sit in front of me with a whole bunch of lies and just fabrications and i would just fucking snap but i would love to have you as a guest and to know what i would love to know your mind state your mind fr- why you did what you did why you're doing what you're doing and what is going on with you are you good dog because really, someone who does that, t- you're not mentally well. We clearly know that. But I, like I said, I don't give a fuck. You did what you did. So don't be mad at me for exposing that shit. Because a lot of people who was writing me and trying to say, what's going on? Blah, blah, they didn't even know about the crazy shit you did. That's what's crazy, how you've been able to be under the radar for so long and hide a whole bunch of bullshit that you have done. I'm sorry, but and it's white people who don't know this shit. Y'all under a rock. Get the fuck from under the rock. This man has done a whole bunch of crazy shit probably way more shit than i know and i know he has this is just a little bit of the stories i have this is not even all of them i know there's way more the case has yet to be cracked netflix hit me up hulu hit me up we shouldn't make a whole ass documentary this is beyond tinder swindler this is some other shit some crazy shit 
Yeah, Netflix, Hulu, hell, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Tubi, Tubi. Hit me up. We can make the fucking movie. And you know what? I, let me just get off of here because now I'm triggered. Think about this shit. It's been real talking to y'all. Misha Mondays, episode three. I will see you motherfuckers next week with some more interesting shit to talk about. Good fucking bye. Bye.